Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It is time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Well, I feel a little bit like I'm chasing the tail here this morning. Just because we had a busy, busy, had a great weekend, busy weekend, busy and great. And of course, when I uh, look, I'm not trying to sound like I'm hyper, uh, hyper important or anything like that. But when I'm gone for two days like that <clears throat> and actually came back yesterday and had did uh, did some stuff that had to be done, yard work kind of stuff, got got a lot of some stuff done. I wake up to about 800,000 emails, not literally, but so I'm behind on a lot of stuff this morning and uh Got the Bridie on show today, and I got to get that. And so I look at it, my newsletter's got to go out today, and I just got a lot of stuff that's kind of stacked up against me. So uh, bear with me if <laughs> I seem like I'm a little bit behind the eight balls, like we said just before the show. Uh, there's, there's, I'm just playing pool on more than one table. There's more than one eight ball to be be behind there. So just, just bear with us. We had a great weekend. Uh, great, Tom, Tom, Tom uh, Dunn put on a fabulous event down in in uh, Dayton, the Dayton area. For, couldn't make it. It was live streamed. I think uh, there's probably a hundred and maybe 150 people there. And it's, you know, I, it was really pretty amazing because um, like I said to Tom, or like I said, actually, when I had an opportunity to speak to the folks, I feel like I'm part of four different families. Cause I, you know, we, we did our, our thing in, in date, I'm sorry, in Cincinnati a couple of weeks ago. And then I walk into uh, Tom's event this weekend and it's a whole different set of people, whole, all, all different people. Yet I knew them all. It was crazy. It's crazy. And it encouraged me because uh, there, we are fighting on many, many fronts. I can promise you that. But again, it's kind of somewhat discouraging because we're fighting on so many different fronts, if you know what, I'm, what I mean. We seem to really have no organized effort. And I'm not, not criticism, of it, criticism of Tom or anybody because it was, it was all really, really good stuff. Really good stuff. More information. But the truth is, at some point, we're going to have to do something with the information. And if I get a chance, maybe maybe it won't be till tomorrow. I want to share with you that what uh, what it was, uh, uh, what I what I shared on Saturday, and uh, maybe I'll I'll save it for tomorrow because I really felt it was straight from the throne room and really applicable to where we are and what's going on around us. But I got a lot of things to talk about <clears throat> here. I, again, I want to apologize to anybody out there that we screwed up that streaming process on on our event last week, and I I'm just sick about it because the information was so good, so good. And Jared's contacting each and every one of you. If you want, you want a refund, we're certainly willing to give you the refund. But I feel more than that, I just feel bad that we lost all that great information. Uh, don't forget, coming up this is a two weekends Rob Pugh's event. When is that, uh, Jonathan? Can you pull up our calendar for us real quick? I was going to talk about that. Those of you who are in Wisconsin, go under, uh, yeah, just go, in, no, go under events, I think, Jonathan. I think you just click under events and it'll pop up. And Rob's getting a good crowd up there, and some of you free or up in that area, maybe. Not that one. Let's see here. There we go. The great pushback against the great reset is April 14th. That's two weekends. It's going to be really, really good. And I uh, just want to make all of you aware of it. We're going to start pushing that. You know, it's it's kind of different because <clears throat> for like two years, we, I did, we didn't go anywhere, didn't say anything. And now I've had like uh, three of them, four of them in the last uh, several weeks. And it's good to be back out on the road again. So. Put that up there as a reminder to all of you. Then I got I got to show you this. This these kind of things are just encouraging to me, Jonathan. If you can pull up an email that says, uh, what does it say? I sent it to you. It's a standalone email. Let me look here. It says, uh, no. Um, uh, no. It says uh, what's what does it say? It says McLean Janice vaccine. Pull that one up there. It's a standalone email I sent to you. There it is. Folks, I got this. You know, the, I don't know if you guys saw the Chuck Thurston interview last week on Brideon. I'm going to get Chuck on this show as well. But uh, Chuck called me last night. I didn't get a chance to get back to him, but there's a lot going on. Chuck, 
Chuck Thurston is a, he's a um, emergency room doctor who's been on top of COVID and what's going on. But I got this email I just want to share with you today because it really, really kind of blessed me. It says, Dear Coach, I wanted to let everyone who prayed for my daughters, Tara, jab-injured Veronica, stroke, no man possible, shedding, no man. They are slightly better. I got all the products that Dr. Tenpenny recommended. This is from our event down there. And Dr. Chuck Thurston has called me with more treatment options. He will take care of the care of Tara, who's jab-injured. He lives probably only 45 minutes from me, and he's terrific. Tara's hospitalized after the Kentucky huddle. But I was wise. Because of attending the Kentucky live, all the prayers, the people, the knowledge, the truth, medical, that was put before me was a divine intervention. Hallelujah, Jesus. Can't, Coach, I can't thank everyone involved enough. My gal, Veronica, that has been in rehabilitation with a stroke, is coming home Sunday. Would you please give those there, especially Dr. Timpenny, Tom Renz. Dr. Tenpenny told me to contact him for my girl's jab injuries. Please put in a big, put this in his ear. Last of all, Coach, God put you and your team in my path. That's how I was able to get Dr. Chuck contact me. I love you all. God bless. I'm following and knocking on doors for the Lord. You are all in my prayers for protection and safety, and I apologize for the long email. But I felt you needed to share the story of how God is on the move. Sincerely, Janice Smith. And if I can help anyone else, let me know. I got her phone number. And I'll say, what's going on here? She came Amen. to me. She heard from Tenpenny. She heard from Lynn, uh, Renz. She got in contact with Dr. Chuck. Got her on the right medication. And her daughter got out of the hospital. That's pretty amazing, Boom. isn't it, folks? Boom. That's pretty amazing. All the lies and everything that uh, that they've been telling us. So, so uh, Janice, we we rejoice with you. Thank God. For, uh, thank you for sharing that with us and for, for the encouragement that that it brings. I'm look, I'm all over the place today. I'm sorry. I got up this morning and uh, slept really well. had a great weekend. And uh, I just, I just got a lot. I'm going to try to lay out there in front of us this morning. So, all right. So bear with me because it's, uh, it's, it's all good. Lord, where do you want me to start? Lord, where do you want me to start? First of all, understand this. We talked about the other day. <clears throat> they put a bold, bold, they put a bull. A bullseye on Christianity. If you guys can't understand that, and not understand that ultimately as this thing winds down, whatever that means for this thing to wind down, if you would only understand that the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman, it's getting real now. It's getting real. That those who hate Christ and hate the seed of Christ, they are coming out of the shadows. We're seeing it everywhere we look. In fact, not only are we seeing it everywhere we look, we're now beginning to see that all of the lie, all the, there's nothing hidden that will not be revealed. Folks, it's, it's being exposed to us right before, right before our very eyes. Did you guys see this? Jacob Chansley got out. Jacob Chansley got out. Pull that up real quick, Jonathan, if you could. I didn't number him this morning. It's about halfway down there. The, The shaman, the Jacob, the, you guys know who I'm talking about. Did you see they let him out to a halfway house? You know why they let him out to a halfway house? Because the truth is coming out. The truth shall they, set you free. They, they can no longer. They can no longer keep this, folks. I'm just telling you, all of the J6ers, all of the J6ers are going to have to be released. They're all going to have to be released with the information that's coming out. So Chansley received an early release. Why did he receive an early release? Because we saw on video that the government was involved. And there was exculpatory evidence on behalf of Chansley that was not presented by the government. And now we find out that they have, they have thousands and thousands of hours more of exculpatory evidence that they have not been releasing. Now, here's the thing that we're dealing with, folks. Here's the problem we're dealing with. Washington, D.C. Is a, is a captured city. Somebody say amen. It's a captured city. There is no justice in Washington, D.C. That's exactly why they're trying to do every one of the trials in Washington, D.C. To bring them before uh, Luciferian judges. Uh, I'd see, look, 
We have got to get beyond Democrat and Republican. We've got to get beyond that, friends, because that, that is the two-card Monty. That is the fake. That's what's going on. That is not true. This is not a Democrat-Republican thing. Please get that in your brain. It's not. Mitch McConnell is on the same side as the Democrats. You understand that? Tell me you understand that. Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi play on the same team. Do you get it? Do you understand it? They play on the same team. And what took place on January 6th was nothing more than a plan put together by Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi to protect the deep state. Can you ask yourself a question? Why do they hate Donald Trump so much? Now, look, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Because it's not about Donald Trump, okay? Do you guys remember... Do you remember back his, his inaugural draft? Look, I don't know whether he's I don't know whether he's a plant. I don't know if he's part of it. I don't I don't know. I but I know this. There is something that is happening right before our very eyes that we are seeing them turn on each other. Do you understand that? Do you understand that? That when the ship starts to go down, the rat's going to run off the ship. You understand that? That at some point, they're all going to be out to save their own skin. We are, in the, we are right now at the beginning of seeing that take place. And as I told you the other day, the only reason they arrested Donald Trump, the only reason they want to arrest him is they want a mugshot of him. They want a mugshot of Donald Trump. But it's even more than that. Here's what's going to happen. Uh, I got a lot of stuff I could show you. I'm, 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 I'm paddling fast. I'm kicking my feet fast underneath it. I'm trying to trying to have this make sense for you today, okay? They they want to uh here's here's what they believe is going to happen. They want they're going to arrest Donald Trump. They're going to get a mugshot of Donald Trump. And then they're going to say then they're going to put a gag order on Donald Trump. Huh? Do you see the game? Do you see the gang? Now, hang on. Hang on. If Donald Trump were to become president of the United States again. There's going to be some vengeance. <laughs> it ain't going to be righteous vengeance. It's going to be vengeance of the Lord. There's going to be some payback because he's not as dumb as he was four years ago. Hang on. I hear you out there say, coach, you are just, you're so buying into it. It's just a game. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe it is. But if it is just a game, then it, then it requires those of us who are in the game to step up and start playing. We have to step up and start playing. Boom. If the whole thing's a two-card money, if they're faking us, it doesn't matter. We need to begin to understand exactly what's going on and what they have done to it. I'm all over the place. I'm sorry. I'm all over the place. Stay with me, though, okay? Stay with me. See, only those who have an agenda run for office. We'll just stop and think about it a minute. Only those who run for office run because they have an agenda. And for the most part, those who've been running for office are those who have bowed their knee to something other than the Lord and are in positions of power placed there by a spirit that's not the Holy One. Anybody amen. Say amen know what I'm talking about? Amen, there? Coach. Hey, by the way, look, this is just kind of the way I roll. Chad, Chad uh, God bless Chad. Chad told me I should stop saying it. Get an amen out there because it sounds like I'm looking for affirmation. I'm not looking for affirmation. It's not, I'm not looking for affirmation. I know this. When I say it in, can I get an amen? I'm asking, do you get it? Do you get it? I'm, I'm not asking whether or not you agree with me. I'm saying, do you get it? Can I get an amen, Clay? Do you get it, Clay? That's what my amen means. huh? No, I, I'm not looking for you to pat me on the back. Amen, coach, you're the smartest guy. No, no. Do you get it? Can I get an amen? Do you get it? Okay, you understand why I do that? And it just comes out of me because I ain't looking for you to pat pat me on my back. I'm too deep, too far into this thing to need you to pat me on the back and tell me I'm a good boy, okay? When I say, uh, can I get an amen? That's you saying, I get it, coach. I get it. I see it, coach. Okay, that's that's what I'm trying to help you to understand. Folks, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. I, I, I must have watched over the – boy, I'm hyped up today. I must have watched over the last week. I tried to tell you this, but it's not on your feed. On my Facebook feed, these churches advertising Easter Sunday services. For some, it's like, you know, artificial intelligence, you know how that works, right? So once I click on one of them, then I get about 30 of them in a row. So I, I, I see these these. Ad- advertisements to come to our church and 
I click on it, I look at it, and then I puke, and then then I go back, and then the next thing I know, then I got 30 more of them, and I've been going through all of them, and there, there's not a one of them, not a one of them that I've watched online of these advertisements. Boy, I wish I could get, how can I get one to you? There's not a one of them that has the gospel message. Not a one of them! Not a one of them! Not a one of them! People inviting uh, come to church because it's going to be fun and we're going to have Easter eggs and chocolate eggs. And I know, I know what it is. They're trying to lure them in to come to church to have a good time. Well, I'm going to tell you something, folks. Church ain't a fun time. It isn't a Amen. fun time. We're war. We're war. It's not Amen. a place to go to feel good. And that's the message that they're all given. Feel good messages. Oh, come here. Your kids will have fun. We'll have food. We'll have Easter egg drops. We'll have helicopter. Oh, come, come, come. And it's false. It's a false invite. It's a false invite. Broad is the way. Narrow is the gate. Many come. Few find it. Not a one. But I'm, I'm going to go to, I'm going to let somebody talk here. And I'm going to send, I'm going to send you one. I'm send you my Facebook page. Are you able to get to my Facebook page, Jonathan? Are you able to get there just to my Facebook page? See if you can pull that up. I'm sorry, friends. I'm, look, I got, I got to get this out of me. I got to get this out of me because I want you to know this, that if those of us who know Christ, if we don't engage, if we don't engage, we're, we're the last up. Scroll down through there, John. He's on my page. Maybe, uh, maybe it won't pop up. I don't know how it is. I don't know how Facebook feeds are. I don't know. There's, that's a good one. Yeah, don't worry about it, John. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it because they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Sissy men, sissy men with their pastor wife standing beside me. Hi, we're Pastor John and Pastor Jill. What do you mean, Pastor John and Pastor? Jack and Jill? Huh? That's what it is. You're Jack and Jill on us to death. We're at war. And so you have to understand that we are at war. And because we are at war, that the war is right. You can take that off of there. You can take it off of there because you're not going to find it. We are at war, and because we are don't have a war mentality. Catch my breath here. So the so look, it's falling apart, friends. It's falling apart. The Luciferian, excuse me, Luciferian left's story is falling apart. They released Jacob Chansley. Are you all? Oh, Look, I, I know I'm all over the place. Let me get this out, then I'll get you in here, okay? Oh, my goodness. Hey, uh, Jonathan, pull up uh, uh, January 6th Lies. Jan 6th Lies. Played at 1.5 speed. Hey, I'm sorry. This maybe is going to take six minutes, but I want you to watch this. Put it at 1.5 speed. Friends, we now have indisputable evidence of FBI agents in particular, federal Cops in particular, embedded at J6, leading the violent insurrection. Cops were leading it. Cops were leading. We now we now have unmistakable. This is this. We won't play this at 1.5 speed, but I'm gonna tell you, this is worth the seven minutes. It's gonna take us to watch this, okay? Undercover January 6th, DC police footage. Remember, nothing hidden that will not be revealed. And all of with all of their what? Uh, what do we call that? Surveillance state, huh? They're hung by their own petard. But they won't let us see their own video. But we got some of it. Go ahead and play it quickly. These are police officers. Go, go, go. Come on, come on, let's go. Leave it, leave it, leave it. You FBI scum. You're all scum. You'll never take us alive. We're the true patriots. Standing up for liberty and stuff. Wait just one minute. I knew that voice. Steve! Steve Crenshaw! <laughs> you got me. I was wondering why I hadn't seen you around the office lately. No, I've been working undercover. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's your boy, Benny. The existence of even a single agent provocateur from the federal government or from law enforcement on January 6th would implode the entire corporate media, Democrat Party, federal January 6th narrative. And now we know that there were confirmed feds in the audience. There were police officers dressed as MAGA supporters, instigating people to behave criminally, and those people were charged. We know this. It is entirely imploded. New video shows police officers inciting crowd on January 6th. Prosecutors desperately try to hide the footage. Why are they trying to hide the footage? They're trying to hide the footage because what that footage demonstrates is that organized police officers were inspiring and inciting incentivizing criminal behavior on January 6th. Watch. Go, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. 
Go, go. go. Help him out. Help him out. Hold on, wait. Push him out. Push him out. Help me play this. Come on, come on, come on. Let's go. Leave it now. Leave it. Leave it. Inspiring criminality, instigating the crowd. How many more of these officers were there? Were there any actual protesters there on January 6th? How many of these people fought with other cops? How many of these individuals broke the windows of the Capitol? These are the questions. How the hell did the Capitol doors get opened? Were these agents? Man, we have a lot of questions about this. The federal prosecutor admitted in court that three D.C. Metropolitan Police undercover officers acted as provocateurs on the northwest steps of the United States Capitol. The admission came on March 24th before U.S. District Judge Randolph Contreras that seeks to keep video footage shot by the officers under court seal. Why would they try and keep this footage from you? In the video, you can see the officers repeatedly chant, drain the swamp in our house, our house, our house. That alone, the officers joining in the chants with the protesters is enough to make this entire thing the Fed surrection. But it goes on. A little closer to the Capitol, video captures a protester shouting, Joe Biden, we want to hear you speak, you expletive, pedophile, Satanist, expletive. Huh? This is what that. the officers were shouting? The officers were calling Joe Biden a pedophile. A short time later, Officer One joined in the crowd chanting USA a couple of times. At the foot of the Northwest Stairs, someone leaned onto part of a bicycle rack. So here are the officers actually pushing over bicycle racks. And those are the bicycle racks being used to fight other police officers. Officer One got help from a protester climbing onto the barricade of the steps of the Capitol. Then surveying the people, shouting, come on, let's go, 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 go. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Whose house? Our house. These are the officers shouting this kind of stuff. Now you are starting to see enormous stockpiles of evidence against the police. Check this out. This is video of uniformed police officers going up to plainclothes dressed police officers dressed as MAGA supporters. Watch this. We're all police. Do you have your credentials? And they all whip out their badges. Look at that. This next video is from inside of the Capitol with a Capitol Police officer talking about the unidentified undercover police officers he's run into during the riot. Dark hair, black vest, thin blue tie, thing on, uh, dark hair, and he's got like a look, a look, a little 27 or something on his hip. No police identification on him at all. Couldn't get to him because there were so many people. But just keep black on right now. White tail, dark hair. Look like a grayish black, maybe. Maybe a uh, digital time uniform guys have any identifiers? Like wristband? They will have a wristband. Their guns will have a candy stripe on the barrel. Uh, ooh, they'll have a wristband and their guns will have a candy stripe on the barrel. So the only people that are actually armed during this armed deadly insurrection were the police officers who were there undercover instigating it. Ladies and gentlemen, the existence of a single instigating Fed or officer means the entire narrative completely collapses. That is why the FBI and the DOJ refuse to answer questions like this. Does, it, does the FBI have confidential human sources? Uh, did the FBI have confidential human sources embedded within the January 6th protesters on January 6th of 2021? Well, Congressman, as I'm sure you can appreciate, I have to be very careful about what I can say about when. Even about it, because that's what you told us two years ago. May I finish? Uh, about when we do and do not and where we have and have not used confidential human sources. Uh, but to the extent that there's a suggestion, for example, that the FBI's confidential human sources or FBI employees in some way instigated or orchestrated January 6th, that's categorically false. Did you have. Con- wait, 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 wait. So we have now footage. On the record, we don't know if these guys were directly working for the feds. We know that they were working for the D.C. police office, which is tied with and run by the federal government. So D.C. is a federal state. So the D.C. police officers are there instigating. So that's categorically false. First off, from Director Ray. Confidential human sources dressed as Trump supporters inside the Capitol on January the 6th prior to the doors being open. Again, I have to be very careful. It should be a no. Can you not tell the American people no? Yeah, because he would no. be lying to No, we didn't do prison. that. That's why. Ted Cruz asking the exact same question over in the Senate. To the FBI. How many FBI agents? or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January 6th? Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. Uh, Did any FBI agents or confidential informants actively participate in the events of January 6th? Yes or no? Sir, I can't, I can't answer that. Because the answer is, of course, yes. This was, ladies and gentlemen, the Fed's direction. Everything you know about this is a lie. You can see, obviously, here inside of the massive bombshell video from Capitol Police, the supposed violent insurrection inside of the U.S. Capitol, inside of the Senate chambers, every single individual here behaving orderly, following police orders, behaving peacefully, thanking the police officers, including but not limited to Jacob Chansley, who you'll see here up on the dais, up inside of the speaker well of the United States Senate, thanking the cops after praying for them. You've been lied to, ladies and gentlemen. You've been lied to. I mean, it's it's it is perhaps the biggest lie that your federal government has ever told to you. This side of the Patriot Act, this side of the Gulf of Tonkin, this side of the Kennedy assassination. Check this out. This reporting from Becker News. Federal prosecutor admits D.C. police officers acted as agent provocateurs during January 6th riot. Undercover video, a portion of which was posted online, shows three members of the Metropolitan Police Department, that's the D.C. police, surveillance unit on the Capitol steps. The video footage has been reviewed and is consistent with the Epic Time report. This video clearly shows undercover law enforcement officers urging crowds to advance up the stairs and the scaffolding towards the Capitol. This is what they put people in prison for for the rest of their lives. The government may claim that incidents like this did not happen, but they did. And now you need to throw out these prosecutions. Becker News links the court filings because now 
January 6th defendants are starting to argue, wait a second, I was welcomed into the Capitol. There's a January 6th defendant that was cleared of all charges. He had multiple federal charges brought against him, cleared on all charges because he was able to prove that the cops waved him in. Check out this graphic. These are the undercover officers right at the very front of the breach. There was a breaching team on January 6th. There were individuals like Ray Epps shouting, we need to go into the Capitol. And those people haven't been charged. And those people can't explain why. What was going on? This entire operation, ladies and gentlemen, is starting to look completely and totally like a Fed direction. It's starting to look like a trap. A trap for fellow Americans to have their lives destroyed by the deep state and to be entrapped by people who had planned this all along. Dangerous, dangerous stuff. So now you have the smoking gun literal proof that you have been totally lied to and that January 6th was a massive setup for these individuals instigated by police officers, undercover informants, and by feds. And we need real answers to this. It's time. Ladies and gentlemen, fighting for a better America. It's your boy, Benny. Thank you. Okay, okay. So, so here, here's a question we have to ask ourselves. This one, the top top thing I put up up here today, again, is always my focus. What what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are because fr- hey friends, the indictment of Donald Trump. Say what you want to about President Trump. Is an assault on all of us. We no longer have a political system if one party can indict the potential leader of the other party. Do you understand? Time out a minute. I'm going to open it up here. I'm going to ask a question. Can anybody name for me a politician right now who should be under indictment? Proven should be under indictment. I'll I'll wait. I'll, I'll wait. If they're going to indict Donald Trump, somebody tell me another politician who could be under indictment. I'll start with Hillary Clinton. Somebody else can go. Bye, Barack Obama. Barack Obama. All of them. Alvin Bragg. You get what I'm saying, right? Get what what I'm saying? Okay, because why? Because why? No matter what you think about this whole thing, Donald Trump represents a movement called MAGA, okay? He is the titular head of MAGA. Remember what he said? They're not after me, they're after you. And so if they can indict President Trump, put a gag order on him that he's not able to speak about it, then they effectively take out the number one conservative candidate of the Republican. You get what's going on? Well, do you do, does anybody out there besides me think that every politician in Washington, D.C. ought to be screaming to the high heavens about what is happening, how they are politically assassinating the leader of the MAGA movement? Look, 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 let's not let's not let's not spend our time arguing over whether or not Donald Trump is the, a good guy, bad guy. I, I don't, to me, it doesn't even matter. doesn't even matter. We know this, right? We know that those of us who showed up on January 6th witnessed our federal government setting a trap for us, and that movement is still out there, whether it be Donald Trump or whatever. So the Fed, the opposing party comes in and arrests the leading candidate on our team. It's it's a banana republic. I can, I'm I'm so as they say, coach, you're full of. I'm so full of it today. I'm telling you, Mike, come on. In. Hey, tell us a story, not your life story. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, coach, you know I'm usually talking about gold and silver, but today I'm going to be talking about oil. Oil at the open at six o'clock last night was over six dollars a barrel. Right now it's four dollars and. $4.71 a barrel. So there's more to that than you see. It may have something to do with OPEC or other things. I don't know. It's a new Plus, world order. Uh, but folks, look, there's a financial calamity coming. They're moving. They're, uh, I got too much. Slow down here, Coach. We're going off. They're going to go off the petrodollar, folks. The collapse of the American dollar is in front of us. Maybe weeks. Maybe weeks, all right? This is all tied together. Remember this. Remember this. It's about globalism, right? Everything's globalism. It's all falling apart. George, come on in. Two things, Coach. You said they're after Donald Trump for whatever you said. The reason they're after Donald Trump is because they're Satanists. And he said... 
God bless you and God bless America. That's one. That's why they're after Donald Trump. Secondly, you said, we don't do anything. Coach, you put that in the chat. 500 people are going to get that the second you put it in the chat. What do you want me to put in the chat? That guy. That the guy said, who just played, put that in the that, chat that, for that us. That six-minute six thing that you just played. Thank you, Coach. Amen, amen, amen. Hey, look, listen. Look, I cannot make, look, I cannot make this, I cannot make this clear enough. This is not about Donald Trump. Hey, folks, it ain't Donald Trump they locked up on J6. It's not Donald Trump they locked up on January 6th. It's God-fearing men of God, leaders that they locked up. It's not about Donald Trump. Donald Trump is uh, indicative of a movement. And the sooner we realize that this movement is local, the lot more we'll get our eyes off of Donald Trump and understand that all of these issues we're dealing with us can be handled locally. They hate us, not Trump. That's what he told us. Brett, go ahead. Brett White. Hey, good morning, Coach. Good morning, team. <clears throat> yeah, just Roger would have a better answer than this or, or more definitive answer. But the only way my, my understanding is for the gag order, Trump would have to sign that which if he wouldn't, they would probably try to put um, who knows what against him or hold something else against him or put something else against him. But he would have to sign off on that, I believe. He, they can't just do it without his signature. So whether he goes along with that or not, I agree with you. They will try to put a gag order, order on him, but he has to sign. Well, I missed that, Brett. What does he have to sign? Uh, the gag order. I, I had to sign, oh. well, the gag order. He he has to put his signature on that gag order for it to hold any water. So if he doesn't, they'll try to put something else against him. But he, bottom line is, he has to sign off on it. Amen. 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 Mary Jane, or Jeff, I'm sorry. Coach, just want to let everybody know, tomorrow night, Tuesday night in the garage at 6, the topic is going to be, and we're going to do this every week, strategy. And I won't say the name of who's bringing the strategy, but you can probably guess. But we'll be there. Anybody close by wants to come, it's time for a strategy. Folks, the other side is crumbling. The other side is crumbling. Yet they still hold the levers of power. But their, but their, uh, their narrative is crumbling. Their narrative is broken. We have got to do the best that we can to spread the truth about the narrative so people understand exactly what's going on. Folks, look, look, look. The federal government's not in charge of whether or not you can have a drag queen story hour at your school. That's not a federal government issue. They just tell you it is. It's not a federal issue as to whether or not they can come into your library and teach your children about trannies. That's not a federal issue. They just want to tell you that it is. Do you understand? Do you understand that if we stand up and we push back and we fight back against these things, that they, they don't stand a chance. But we can't. We can't if we focus Sunday Easter on Easter egg hunts and happy times and pancakes and donuts and an encouraging message. Nisi 2362. I don't know if this show's any good today. I don't know. I'm getting it off of my chest. I see what's going on. I see what's going on. And our leadership doesn't. Our Christian leadership ain't got a clue. Go, Nisi. Hi, Coach. Hi, Coach. Hey. The most obvious thing, the most obvious thing to me is that as long as they're busy indicting Trump. And focusing on that, they're not indicting Joe Biden. Period. <laughs> that's that's Nancy. That's what I said. Look, how many other people ought to be indicted? How many ought to be indicted? You remember James Comey when we first went to January sixth? I'm sorry, when we first went to Chappaqua, New York. What was it we said? Hillary James Comey, who was director of the FBI, what did James Comey say? He rattled off five felonies that Hillary Clinton had committed, and then he said, "There's not a prosecutor in America who would who would take indict or take the case." What do you mean there isn't one? What do you mean? He admitted to five felonies, right? 
So, folks, we have a seized justice department, and we better realize this. If we're counting on the courts to bail us out, it ain't going to happen. Because why? Because they're going to get Coney Barrett. They're going to get her off in a corner someplace, and they're going to say, hey, uh, Coney Barrett or John Roberts. Hey, John Roberts, you remember that night that you were down there at that at uh, Epstein Island, which he was, down at Epstein Island, you remember that then? You went in that room in there and you oh, you know, we got pictures of that, Mr. Roberts, you know that? And Miss Coney Barrett, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You love your children, do you, Miss? I'd hate to see something happen to your children. Come on, you're big boys and girls. And understand what's going on. Well, they, they stole the freaking election and the Supreme Court said, we're not going to hear it. We don't have jurisdiction over it. Why? Because it'd take a lot of courage, wouldn't it? Take a lot of courage to fight the devil. Take a lot of courage. Come on in, Brett. Hey, I'm sorry I'm all over the place. I'm venting. I cannot believe. I'm down there again in Tom with Tom Dunn's group, uh, that wonderful group in there, and we still are powerless to do anything about it. But see, we're not powerless. We're not powerless. That's the lie of the enemy. I could have taken the 150 people in that room, and I could have gone and raised hell just with that 150 people. Oh, I'm going to, am I going to go there? Yeah, oh. yeah you're going to go there, Coach. This is we- Brett. I'm still, I'm still out in Dallas, but I'm on the way back to Ohio. And the challenge for everybody in your locker room right here, Coach, Nobody's doing what you do. So all there's a lot of listeners right now. You may go to church on Sunday. I got a challenge for you. Walk right up to that weasel pastor and say, CoachDaveLive.com, CoachDaveLive.com. You better start going. And then go to one other person in that pew and share Coach Dave Live with them. Nobody's mm. doing what you're doing. We got to, thanks, Brad. We got to waken, we got to waken up our team. We got to waken our team. Now, look. Uh, another great, I'm telling you, it was great this weekend. Another great one. The last weekend event was great, but we have no strategy when we leave. No strategy. No strategy. Can I go where, can I go where, hang on, Mike, and hang on, Myra. Go ahead, Clay, and then I'm going to share something with you. I'm going to show you the problem. Go ahead. Well, it doesn't look like American people are going to do anything, Coach. They're killing American babies. We don't care. Nobody's doing anything about it. We don't care. So I would say the American people are probably going to let a foreign country come over here and try to handle our business for us. And then maybe if it's a good enough country that's trying to do good stuff, the American people will side with that country. But they're not going to do anything as long as they can still drink a beer and click a remote. Clay, you know, uh, Friday night, was a Friday night or Saturday? It's Friday night. Uh, Tom Dunn's. A daughter, Evangeline, made a presentation on behalf of Created Equal, and she showed graphic abortion pictures. We should all we should have all fallen on our face when we saw those the video of aborting these precious babies. We should have all fallen on our face right then and right there. Said we're not going another step further until we stop this child sacrifice. Amen. But see, again, again, we want to learn about how the devil's operating rather than doing anything about it. Again, it's a, it's the same. It's a, it was great presentations. Don't get me wrong. I learned a lot. It was great. Now what do we do? Now what do we do? Now what do we do? Oh, they're rescued. They're they're molesting children. Okay, what are we going to do? Oh, they're trafficking children. Okay, well, what are we going to do? Oh, they're teaching Luciferian stuff in your school. Okay, now what are we going to do? There's never a now. What are we going to do? Ever, ever, as they push a constitutional amendment here in Ohio, as they push a constitutional amendment here in Ohio to kill babies. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna share with you. I got time. It's my show. I got time here. Okay, let's pull up uh, my Saturday talk. I got, I got wakened up. I spoke on Saturday, and I had a good presentation I was going to make, and yada yada yada. And Michelle, my wife, would would testify to you that I, that I woke up and I said, "Man, give me something to write, give me something to write on," because I was getting a download. And so I want to share with you what I shared with them. I'm going to do it very very quickly. Okay, I'm going to show you what the problem is. It's not that, Jonathan. It says Saturday talk, Sat talk, Sat talk. It's a standalone email. And folks, I when I, I, Michelle didn't didn't Michelle did not have. We didn't have, you know, normally when you're in your hotel room, they've got tablets and paper. You know how that is. 
I searched upside. I flipped that room upside down. I couldn't find it. I couldn't find anything. I couldn't find anything. And uh, finally, Michelle gave me a back of a check stub. She ripped it out of the checkbook. She says, write it on here. Here was my talk, okay? Let me, I want to take you down through this. Here's the problem, okay? Here's the problem, first and foremost, in the wounded Christian community. And look, look. This applies to many of us. Some of us have been wounded on the job. Some of us have been wounded in our families. Some of us have been wounded in our marriages. Some of us have been wounded by our children. Some of us have been wounded by financial mistakes we made. Some of go on and on and on. We are all wounded people. And you have to understand this aspect of it. That Christianity, seed serpent, seed of the woman, the devil's job is to disarm you as an effective warrior for Christ. That's his only job. He can't do anything else other than to keep banging away at you so that you are so wounded that you are of no effect to anybody. Somebody say amen. amen. I'm not looking for your support. I'm trying to say, do you get it? Do you see what I'm saying? Amen. So here's what the Lord told me. And this is the center of my talk on Saturday. Stop licking your wounds. Stop it. Some of you will get in a conversation with you, and the first thing you want to do is take me down a litany of bad things that happened to you. Well, hell, it's a war. It's a war. Of course you're injured. Of course you are. Stop talking about it. Stop licking your wounds. Can I, can I tell you what? A lot of wound lickers in that room. Amen. A lot of people in that room on Saturday who had been damaged by all the things that we talked about. The attack of the enemy, satanic ritual abuse. It was all, I, I believe, every one of it. But the wound lickers, the wound lickers, get over it already. Get over it. Use it as motivation. Jump off from that spot. Those bastards did that to me. I'm going after them. Stop licking your wounds. It's like a football player comes running off the field after he got blindsided. I said, oh, coach. I said, what do you expect, dude? That's why you got a helmet on. They're trying to knock you out of the game. Hey, Christians, they're trying to knock you out of the game. They're trying to knock you out of the game. And the only way the devil can win is, oh, wait a minute. Matthew 5, pull that up for me real quick. Matthew 5, why, huh, really? Matthew 5, cool. he saw the multitude, he opened his mouth, blessed all those people, blessed, 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 keep going on. Blessed are you, verse 11, when men shall revile you and persecute, say all manner of evil against you, rejoice, be exceedingly glad for great reward in heaven. Hey, folks, he start, he's going to take you down a litany of things that you're going to get your butt kicked. You're going to get, if you're serving the Lord, really serving the Lord, you're going to get your arse kicked, baby. Huh? You're the salt of the earth. Salt loses its savor. How can it be a salt again? Good for nothing. Cast out and trodden under the foot of the You're the light of the world. City sit on a hill cannot be seen. Neither do men light a candle, put a bushel over. No, they don't do that. For very, very, I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass away, not one jot of not one tittle, blah, blah, blah. Whosoever there break one of these camels, teach others to do that, blah, blah, blah. Huh? Oh, yeah. You've heard it said, they shall not kill, whoever shall be killed. But I say unto you, that whoever is angry with his brother out of cause, uh-oh, on and on and on. They hated me first. They're going to hate you. You're the salt of the earth. They're going to hate you. They're going to do everything they can to attack you. Jesus Christ himself said, if you're going to be one of my followers, you better armor up. You better put on the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, gird your loins with truth, shout your feet with the preparation, gospel peace, carry the shield of faith and the sword of the spirit because the devil's coming after you because you're one of my soldiers. Amen. They can knock you out of the game. They advance their cause. And we got wound lickers. Boom. Come to church and we'll lick your wounds with you. Oh, come here. Jesus will come and rub you on the back and tell you how brave you are and put some ointment on your wound. Somebody, you know I'm telling you the truth. You know I'm telling you the, the damn truth, right? But that's not the message of the church, because why? We got sissy men standing in the pulpit. Come here, and we'll have Easter eggs, and we'll have chocolate, and we'll have breakfast for you, and we'll have a wonderful, encouraging message. Encouraging message? Hell, they're, 
They're killing babies. They're trafficking children. Who's going to do anything about it? Oh, let's call Bill Barr. Let's call uh, uh, Lindsey Graham. Oh, we get Jim Jordan. Let's get Jim Jordan after him. I'm purging today. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm purging today. Pull the list back up there. Huh? Anybody picking it up? I don't care if you are or not. Is anybody out there getting it? Stop licking our wounds. Number one. You're walking with a limp. That's the reality of it. If you're serving the Lord, you better get used to walking with a limp, baby. Because you are either recovering from an injury or about to get one. Amen. If you're in this war for truth, justice, and the American way, if you're in this war for souls, I'm going to tell you something. Your adversary, the devil, he is going to whack at you every chance he gets. And then once he gets you on the ground, he's going to get you with lies, deceptions, and fear. Oh, you're no good. You can't take it. You'll never recover. You're going to lose your house. You're going to lose your kids. You're going to lose your family. You're going to go broke. They're going to fire you. And you just lay there and lick, lick, Lick your wounds, lick your wounds. I'm done. I'm out of here. Put somebody else in the game. Then number two, are you hurt or you injured? That's what I used to ask all the guys when when I was coaching. Some kid be down, get knocked down on the football field, and after plays over and he's still laying there on the field. I'd go running out there, and the first thing I'd do when I got down on my knees, I look him in the eyes. I say, Joe, hey Joe, look at me, Joe. Joe, are you hurt or are you injured? Because those aren't the same. If they just hit you and they knock the wind out of you, you're hurt, you get up, dude. You get up. If you're injured and you think they broke your leg, you lay right there because we, we're not gonna we're gonna treat you right here. But if you're just hurt, stop sucking on your thumb and stop licking your wounds, because that other guy is just doing his job, and his job is to knock you out of the game. So you gotta ask yourself, are you hurt or are you injured? And I'm gonna tell you something. Most Christians are hurt. And they sit around licking their wounds. Not only do they sit around licking their wounds, they invite others to lick with them. It's a battle of the thoughts. It's a battle of your your mind. Lies, deceptions, and fear. Lies, deceptions, and fear. Lies, deceptions, and fear. Over and over and over and over. So take captive every thought that exalts itself again. Don't listen to the enemy's orders. Don't listen to the enemy's report. Don't listen to the fact that you're the only one playing. You're the only one trying. Nobody loves me. Everybody hates me. Think I'll eat a worm. Poor me. I'm a Christian. And go to church on Sunday and eat Easter eggs. got to turn your wounds into scars. Hey, Jonathan, I want you to do something for me real quick while, while, while we're doing this. I want you to look up the lyrics to Onward Christian Soldiers. Huh? You got to turn your wounds into scars. What is the scar? The scar is an evidence of a wound. I can show you. I got a scar here. You want me to show you my scar on my knee? I was wounded there once. Want me to show you where I had my appendix taken? I was wounded there once. You want me to show you where my, my neck still creaks? I was injured there once. But I got injured. I've recovered. I'm back in the game. I may not be as good as I was 40 years ago, but I'm back in the game, all right? I'm back in the game. Back in the game. I'm not licking my wounds. I'm not laying over there wanting everybody to feel sorry for me, going out and giving speeches how the devil attacked me, how he's supposed to. And I finished up with Onward Christian. So Matt, would this song be allowed in churches today? Are you even allowed to sing this song in churches today? Onward Christian soldiers marching as to war with the cross of Jesus going on before. Christ, the royal master, leads against the foe. Forward into battle, see his banner go. At the sign of triumph, Satan's hosts doth flee. On then, Christian soldiers, on to victory. Open my eyes, Lord. I want to see Jesus. 
Hell's foundations quiver at the shout of praise. Brothers, lift your voices. Loud your anthem raise. Onward, Christian soldiers, marching as to war with the cross of Jesus. Going on before like a mighty army moves the church of God. Brothers, we are treading where the saints have trod. We are not divided, all one body we one in hope and doctrine, one in charity. Onward then, you people. Join our happy throng. Come over to our church on Sunday. We'll have an Easter egg hunt, and we'll have helicopters dropping the eggs out of there, and we'll have food for you, and you'll meet the most wonderful people, and we'll have the most encouraging message. Join our happy throng. Blend with ours your voices in the triumph song. Glory, laud, and honor unto Christ the King. This through countless ages, men and angels sing. Onward, Christian soldiers, marching as to war with the cross of Jesus going on before. Is that the message of the church? They'd throw you out of church if you played that today. FBI would come and arrest you for insurrection if you played that in church today, let alone if you sang it. Huh? Oh, yeah. Open my eyes. You know what I'm saying. All right. Come on in, Reggie. You did coach. You did great coach this weekend. Thanks. You did great. Um, this is just the world according to Reggie and the observations at, you know, 52, you know, uh, Evangeline invited people to come to that open house. So they have an idea, like they invite, come, we need more soldiers. We need more people. Problem is it's a great concept, but they're not structured to, train the next because they're too and and this isn't just attacking anybody it's not it's just what i've seen over the years i've had many many people come to me and saying you know i don't know how to get into that group i have to fill out all these forms you know like um dr uh gregory reed he's an old school i call him the old salts right yeah when you start this type of, I'm just talking only what we, what I do. You, when you start to get out there into the battle, you learn the hard way. Like I know Russ just throws you, threw you right in, said you get in there. You know, that is kind of how you learn. And then, you know, if you're cut out for it or not. And, and I, I talk highly about Andrea and she was at the ladies where she's out there doing it. And I told her go out there and do it. And she calls me and she gets, she gets, I can help her so much, but they don't have the structure coach. They're too busy. Like the old salts, they were just out there begging for help and they truly meant it. And we couldn't get anybody, but then you got people now that are waking up and they're, they want to help, but you got the, the new guard in and they're too busy with movie cameras and, you know, uh, shows and paperwork and, and they don't have the structure to help. And there's some, there's some egos involved. So they don't really have the team that they're telling you come help because there's nobody training these guys. And I, what I've learned is it's kind of like a one-on-one you mentor the next one and shove them out there. Then you mentor the next one. and you sh- So it's great concept, but it's hard because the ones that are willing to help, there's just one or two of us. And so it's kind of like we're chipping away at helping the, God's got to come do something big. <laughs> yeah, well, Reggie, I've been trying. I've been trying to organize and get people in the game for twenty years, for twenty years, and I have almost zero. I'm, I'm not. I'm not whining and complaining. I have almost zero access to people in the pew. Zero access. That's why you guys are so critical. You have that access. George McCloy said that he's going to take a video and he's going to share it with five hundred people. That's hey, friends. Sometimes that's all you can do. But you better know this, that the enemy is marching, man. He is marching to your house. And you better wake up some people around you that are going to help you. That's the way I see it. Dale. Brother, when you were talking about that lick in the wounds, the first thing that came to mind, and you're going to remember that scene. I texted, you remember the scene in Jaws where the two men were sitting at the table showing each other their scars, <laughs> right? One, yeah. out of, one up in each other. Only to not realize that the jaws, the predator, was still hunting in the water, brother. Oh, and that is, that's exactly what happens because that's our excuse. I tell people that all the time. I said, quit using it as your excuse. Let it become your motivation. And then, brother, it came to me was Isaiah, right? I, I think it's Isaiah 53, talking about that he was bruised for our transgressions, right? Smitten for our iniquities, yet he opened not his mouth. We need to take that to heart. Just, just shut your mouth, <laughs> put your boots on, 
and let's get out on. So in let's other words, Dale, Christ was wounded and kept moving forward, you mean? Brother, he didn't go he, and write a book about his wounding. He didn't go have a conversation, he, draw everybody around him, tell him how he got wounded and how brave he was. He just, you mean he just kept going? Good. Hey, good, good producer. Play that scene. That's the American church. Play it if you can. It's just an image. All right. Oh, brother, it's it's class. I'm telling you, it's exact. When you say, I'm just telling you, that was it right yep. there. That is showing it. each other the, our the scars. Shark, yep. Hey, church, yep. the shark is still in the water, right? And yep. you're over there comparing your little wounds. Amen. 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 Uh, we don't have time for. It. I mean, it's it's good. It's good. it's good. anyway. Anyway, Roger Gates, come on in. Coach, I don't think a lot of people know this, but during the Revolutionary War, one of the reasons why men came went to fight is because pastors in the churches recruited people, and when he he would get up in the pulpit and tell and tell the people that we need to get in to fight, and he would take a group of men with him, and he would go off into the war, and they would make the pastor one of the uh, leaders of that group. And that's how Amen. they got for the revolutionary war nowadays the pastors are are it was that was the key to one of the reasons why the revolutionary war was won and now the pastors are aol <laughs> amen amen play the jaw scene that's the first one there jonathan play it modern american church dude don't you worry about it you it won't be permanent. Wanna see something permanent? Boom boom boom. Hey you, you wanna feel something permanent. Just put your hand underneath my cap. Just be a little lump. Knock on all on St. Patty's Day, Boston. I got that beat. I got that beat. Some moray eel. Bit right through my wetsuit. Well, nope, no, listen, I don't know about that, but I entered an arm wrestling contest in Loki Bar in San Francisco. You see this? Now I can't extend that. You know why? Got to the semifinal, celebrating my third wife's demise. Big Chinese fella, he pulled me right off. Shark. He scraped me when I was taking samples. I got something for you. That's the thresher. You see that? Chief Thresher's tail. Thresher? That's a shark. You want to drink? Drink to your leg? I'll drink to your leg. Okay, so we drink to our legs. <laughs> There's the church. <laughs> I got the crumb to stop it. Hey, this is, this, is this great? Huh? Is this great or what? See, that's where we are. Look, 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 look. I'm a coach. All right. We'll put you in the ice bath after the game. All right. Boom. We'll take care of you after the game. We'll get you with some treatment after, but we need you now. We, we need you now. And the fact that you have scars tells me that somewhere along the line, you were a fighter somewhere along the line and something happened to you that you said, you know what? I don't want, I don't want to be wounded anymore. I don't want to be wounded. And I, I would, I would rather talk about my woundings, talk about my injuries, talk about the faithfulness of God. But for the most part, I'm out of the game now. I'm out of the game. You had to turn your wounds into scars. They're, ba- they're battle memories. They're battle marks. They're things you wear on your chest that you've been there and you've done it and you went through it and you're still standing. We've got the wrong attitude. We've got the wrong attitude. We love ourselves too much. They're killing babies. They're trafficking children. They're keeping innocent men in jail. They're bringing trumped-up charges against 
the leader of the MAGA movement. Now, look, whether he's for, whether it's all two-card money or what, it's an assault on all of us. They're locking up our leaders. And we're going to go to Sunday, we're going to go to church next Sunday and watch Easter eggs be dropped out of helicopters. That's our, that's our response to it. Escape it. We'll be out of here. Jesus is coming soon. Don't worry about it, coach. Don't worry about it. Stop licking your wounds. Turn your wounds into scars. See you tomorrow.